When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello again, friends, and welcome into Gamecock Central Radio, first football podcast of the summer, and we are really turning our attention now to football season here on Gamecock Central. Emerson Phillips joined by staff writer Colin Taylor, who was covering SEC Media Days for us this week. They're taking place in Atlanta today. The Gamecocks will go last out of the 14 teams in the Southeastern Conference. Will Muschamp scheduled to speak with the media along with his three Gamecock players, DJ Wanham, Jake Bentley, and uh, Debo Samuel representing the Gamecocks. And they're coming up on Thursday. We think it's going to be at about 1230 when Muschamp speaks Thursday afternoon, Colin. Yeah, Thursday should be start a little bit in the morning and early afternoon. All right, so we've got uh, the first of the four days of the SEC Media Days taking place today here on this Monday, and it was Texas A&M, Kentucky, and LSU speaking to the media. And, Colin, it was Jimbo Fisher, new head coach at Texas A&M, kind of the star of the show today in Atlanta. Yeah, and, I mean, I think he's been the star of the offseason in terms of the contract that he got and the expectations and the program he took over and the way he left. So um, it's just fitting that the star of this football offseason is now the star of SEC Media Days and getting all the, the the huge spotlight thrown on him. Last year at ACC Media Days, when Fisher was the head coach at Florida State, Colin, he said that you know ACC was the best conference in college football, and he was asked about that today. Now that he's in the SEC, yeah, and um, you know, it's it's shocking where the loyalty lies once you uh start you know getting paychecks from different schools so yeah now all of a sudden the sec is the the toughest conference in in football and you know anything to help make your uh your wins and your resume stand out a little bit more even if it is just talking season yeah fisher was asked about Jameis winston and some of the off the field stuff that's been going on with him so you know questions from all over the place today for jimbo fisher new texas a&m head coach the sec network today colin i was watching on tv today and they ran a piece about Jimbo, nice, you know, long interview with him. And there's clips of him from spring football in College Station telling players that, you know, there's a new way of doing things now. Things aren't going to be like the way they were. Yeah, and, you know, I, th- I think that that's the the goal of any coach. Um, you come in and you kind of make that first spring a little bit harder than, than most, trying to weed out the people that don't want to do the things at the, the level that maybe this coach wants. So, you know, Jimbo's trying to to do what Will Muschamp was doing uh, three springs ago and setting the culture and setting the things that, you know, he wanted to do. And I'm sure that players can attest that maybe Will Muschamp's spring was a little bit different than the ones they had, you know, participated in in the past. So um, it, for, for any coach in the SEC, it's just about, uh, you know, just doing that. And I think Jimbo Fisher's kind of off to a, a big start because, you know, he, he is a national championship winning coach. So he kind of knows what to do, and I think that you know his players are getting a, a, a nice wake-up call um, in terms of what he's going to be doing this this spring and into the fall camp. Fisher got a 10-year, $75 million guaranteed contract from Texas A&M, every dollar guaranteed from the Aggies. So Jimbo Fisher and Texas A&M kicked off SEC media today in Atlanta, and Kentucky and LSU also spoke to the media today. Mark Stoops with Kentucky, Ed Orgeron from LSU. Yeah, and I, you know, I think a lot's been made of Mark Stoops was asked about South Carolina, and you know, it's it's more just coach speak about you know not wanting to be motivated by any other team or anything like that. And um, 
you know, Kentucky's being asked a lot of questions about maybe taking the next step of getting over, you know, certain humps that they've had to get over in the past about Florida and all these things. So um, probably under the most scrutiny was Fisher and, you know, Ed Orgeron's going into his, you know, I believe second full year as the head coach at LSU and um, trying to sustain success against that Alabama team that's done pretty well in the SEC West recently. So um, kind of kind of what you'd expect from day one of media days and just, um, you know, the, there's a lot of weird questions get asked 100 sports writers get into a room and uh, the weirdness and the the entry that goes along with the next few days as well with some some other high profile coaches making the rounds so the first three teams addressed the media today at sec media days in atlanta it's at the college football hall of fame this year nice change of pace from the birmingham area hoover uh, we can talk more about that today if you like colin tuesday starting at 8 30 it'll be steve shaw the sec coordinator of football officials Opening the day, he'll speak for 10 minutes or so and answer some questions from the media. And then we'll have four teams on Tuesday starting at approximately 9 a.m. It'll be Georgia and Kirby Smart. And then in the second part of the morning session, it's Ole Miss and their head coach, Matt Luke. Then in the afternoon, starting at about 1.30, Arkansas head coach Chad Morris and then Florida with Dan Mullen. And all teams obviously have three players with them. So full day of media at SEC Media Days tomorrow. And then on Wednesday, four more teams started off at 8.30 in the morning with David Fletcher from the Football Bowl Association. And then Bill Hancock, the executive director of the college football playoff, will speak also on Wednesday morning. And then at 9 a.m., Mississippi State with Joe Moorhead, Tennessee with Jeremy Pruitt. And then in the afternoon, starting at 1.30 Wednesday, Bama with Nick Saban and Missouri with Barry Odom. And that leaves three for Thursday. 8.30 start Thursday, Football Writers Association of America and the National Football Foundation will have speakers to begin the day Thursday. Then at 9 a.m., it's Auburn with Gus Malzahn, Vanderbilt with Derek Mason, and the Gamecocks with Will Muschamp wrapping things up Thursday for 2018's SEC Media Days. And Emerson Phillips with you here on Gamecock Central Radio talking about it with staff writer Colin Taylor. Colin, uh, plenty more news and information to come out of Atlanta this week, and we're going to have plenty of coverage here on Gamecock Central. We'll do a podcast each day this week to wrap up or recap each day of the four-day session. ESPN released its SEC Power Rankings earlier this week. Colin, you got a piece on that on Gamecock Central right now. And the Gamecocks ranked sixth in the SEC ahead of LSU, ahead of Texas A&M, ahead of Kentucky, and uh, also ahead of Tennessee, but behind Florida, whom the Gamecocks beat last year. So talk about your impressions of the Gamecocks coming in sixth in the ESPN SEC power rankings. I mean, I think that realistically speaking, you look at, you know, four of the, the five teams that were ahead of them and uh, Alabama and Georgia, and Georgia being one of them. Um, it's really hard for me to see them ranked behind Florida right now just because, you know, Florida is going through a period of flux right now. And when you look at the things that Florida is going to have to go through and things like that, it's a little weird to see Florida ranked as high as they are, especially coaching change after a really disappointing year last year. I think fifth for South Carolina would be really realistic just because um, there are some questions about replacing Skymore, replacing Hayden Hurst, and what the offense is going to look like um, under McClendon. Um, but I think there's a lot of promise, um, and I think that you know we'll, we'll talk about a lot more as things get closer to the season. But that Week Two matchup against Georgia is going to be huge um, for the SEC East implications and um, the just everything that goes on near the end of the season because Georgia is a playoff contender um, moving forward. Um, so I, I think right around there is, is pretty normal. It, it's weird to see this number two team 
uh, in the East last year, being picked third in the or power ranked third in the East uh, this year. Um, but weirder things have happened, and um, right now everyone it's just a guessing game for everyone. Bama's one, Georgia's two, Auburn three, Mississippi State four, Florida five, and South Carolina sixth in the ESPN. SEC power rankings just out to open up preseason coverage of the 2018 college football season. Colin, the Gamecocks will open. They've got five games in September this year. The first three are at home. The opener is Saturday, September the 1st, noon kickoff against Coastal Carolina. That'll be on the SEC network. And then right into the teeth of the SEC schedule, first shots fired in the SEC East. South Carolina hosting Georgia, 3.30 kickoff on CBS National TV ball game, and then Marshall comes to town for the first night game, 7.30 start on ESPNU the following week. But three home games, I really like the way the schedule sets up this year, Colin. Yeah, and you got to think that aside from Georgia, the, the two early games with uh, Marshall and Coastal will kind of give um, an offense that's still going to be trying to figure out how to play some time to to gel a little bit and get used to it and give some of the newcomers a, a chance to get their feet wet. Um and playing at home never hurts early. Uh, it sets up really well just to kind of get a feel for the season and then sets them up potentially for that gauntlet at the end of the year where they have to go to Florida, they have to go to Ole Miss, and they have to go to Clemson. Um, so I, I think it's going to be really beneficial to kind of get some of the easy games at home out of the way early and let a young team, uh, a young in some areas and, and thin in some areas, get some experience early, especially with a new uh, redshirt rule too. So it's Coastal, Georgia, and Marshall all at home for the Gamecocks to open the 2018 season. Then Carolina will hit the road at Vandy, and they're also on the road the following week at Kentucky. So all five of those games will take place during the month of September. So we're going to get right into it here for football season just a few short weeks away. Colin, we're going to come back here and talk about a piece that you've got up on Gamecock Central right now about five redshirt freshmen who could make and I think will make an immediate impact in 2018. A lot of freshmen and redshirt freshmen on the Gamecocks early too deep that Brian Shoemaker, our publisher here with Gamecock Central, put out on the site this week. Lots of freshmen, lots of redshirt freshmen, but I see a lot of SEC caliber athletes, Calvin, that are going to make this a better football team moving forward. Yeah, and I think when you look at that piece, they they have two guys coming off redshirt years that were going to make an impact last year in Tavin Jackson and Jalen Dickerson. Uh, they, they were going to contribute as freshmen, but injuries kind of sidelined them. So they have another year in the program. They're, they're getting working back towards being fully healthy and both when healthy are going to impact the program positively. You know, you've heard nothing but glowing reviews about both of them over the course of last uh, season when they were injured and now going into the spring and the fall. So I think those guys are big. And um, I think that every guy on that list is, has something that he can bring to the table and is, you know, a year, stronger a year smarter a year you know more physically ready uh for the challenges that is sec football all right we'll talk about these five red shirt freshmen that colin believes will make an impact here in 2018 we may get him to talk about a few others uh freshmen also you know true freshmen that could make an impact in 2018 in the next edition of gamecock central radio and obviously we got plenty more sec media day coverage coming up here on gcr this week and of course on gamecockcentral.com for colin taylor i'm emerson phillips thanks for joining us Thank you.